Hello, and thank you for joining us on our Inspire Church podcast. It's our prayer that this message inspire you, that it builds your faith, and that it can help you see how God desires to move in your life. Enjoy the message. Lord, we thank you tonight for your presence with us. We just thank you that you are an ever-present God. And as we turn to your word today, open our eyes, open our hearts, that, Lord, that we can hear a word tonight that can help us in this coming week and for the rest of our lives. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. We're in the midst of a series called Different. Because we are called by God, we live different. Also, I believe that if we are children of God, that our prayers should be different. Maybe we should be thinking about, God, speak to me. And why not? Even right now, saying, God, will you speak to me? You see, when God speaks, here's a question. Is it a voice? Does God only speak to some and not others? I believe the good news is that the God we serve is a speaking God. We can look at other gods of other religions and their, their wood, their stone, their history, but the God that we serve is not a dead God. He is historical, but he is still alive and he's still speaking to people today. Let us look at Genesis chapter 3, verses 8 to 11 in the New King James Version. And Adam and Eve, it says there, they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. The God we serve has a sound. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, Hey, Adam, where are you? And he said, I heard your voice in the garden. I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said to them, well, who told you you were naked? Ha have you eaten from the tree which I commanded you not to eat? And as I look at that verse, it seems like in verse 8 that it was a daily occurrence that God would come down in the cool of the evening and have fellowship with Adam and Eve. I wonder what they spoke about. You know, God's desire is always to fellowship with us. Sometimes things happen in our life. Sometimes things happen in our relationship with God. You know, it's God that takes the initiative. Where are you? It's us that needs to respond and probably explain what has happened. But at the end of the day, it's God's desire to fellowship. You see, because of Adam and Eve's sin, their relationship with God was broken. It must have broke the heart of God. It must have broke their heart. But because of this separation, they were put out of the Garden of Eden. It's amazing, the deception of sin, how it can bring about separation. And it's only through Christ that our relationship can be restored. So the good news is, what was lost in the garden through God speaking to Adam and Eve because of sin can be restored to us through Jesus Christ. And I just want to talk about a few ideas 
that can help us on our journey of restoring our relationship with God and going deeper in our spirituality as we walk with God. The first one is repentance. I believe if we want to come to God, we've got to acknowledge our sin, accept his forgiveness, and receive the new life that God has for us. I believe that sparks the new beginning where the Bible says that if any man is in Christ, they are a new creation. The second thought I believe is for us to develop knowing the voice of God is to understand who we are in Christ. And that is a journey. We've got to learn to trust the work that he has done. When the enemy says you aren't forgiven, even when we sin, we confess our sin. The enemy is always trying to put confusion in there, but we've got to trust the work that Jesus Christ has done for us and what he is doing for us. I believe another idea or concept of us developing the voice of God within our life, which is very strange in our society, and it's, it's this word, silence and solitude. You see, we need times of silence for the cultivation of the spirit. There is all sorts of noises around us. We've got chatter. We've got our kids. We've got TV. We've got iPad. We've got iPhones, Netflix, we've got schedules, we've got work, and there's noise continuously going around us. And what I know about God, he does not shout to make himself heard. Elijah realized this, and I, I want to read a scripture to you from the Old Testament, and it's found in 1 Kings 19, 11 to 13, that reads, reads like this. And God says to Elijah, and he said, go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by him, and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the, the fire, listen, a still, small voice. It was when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And suddenly a voice came to him and said, Elijah, what are you doing here? I read that verse just to bring it to our minds that you can't hear God in the noise. It's not what we say, it's what God says to us in the quiet times and that as we allow that word to take root and grow in our lives, that we see transformation, we see depth and we see strength. I just want to encourage you, take time to be still. Psalms 46 and verse 10 says, be still and know that I am God. And I believe this is your time, and we've got to take time to be still. You see, there must be moments where we break from the routine, from the demands of our world, to meet in the garden as Adam and Eve met with the Lord, 
meet with God apart from the structured meetings that we have. And if we want silence in our noisy world, we've got to grow it. You must value it. It's so important. I heard a story years ago about Suzanne Wesley. She had 12 children. And what she do halfway through the day, she would tell her children, this is my quiet time. And she'd put a chair in the middle of the floor, put a blanket over her head, and this was Suzanne's time. Time for herself and time to connect with God. I know our lives are busy. I know at work and you come home, there's children, there's activities and all those things. But I really believe it's so important that we develop the strength of spirituality in our life. I believe it's so important that we increase the depth of our spirituality, that no matter what happens, we know that we have a sure anchor within our life and a strength, and we can know the voice of the Lord through it. Just to bring it really personal, silence and solitude is very difficult for me. For me, John McMartin. I'm a super distracted person. So how do I quieten myself? Well, I've just got to find time. Sometimes it's late at night. And what I find, I've just got to warm myself up a bit for the first 15 minutes because I just find as I sit down and be quiet, there's so many things that come up that I feel I need to do. I want to tell you all those things are natural. And don't let it discourage you. Just write them down and you'll get back to them later. What happens? You've just stopped and everything that you needed to hear that day begins to speak to you. And then I begin to get my mind focused. I begin to meditate. And when my mind starts to engage in the spirit, I get into a flow of the presence of God. And just let me, I'm just being open and raw to you. It's a battle every day. You might say, oh, it just should come easier and easier. No, it's a battle every day, but it's a battle well worth fighting. What else can help us get to know the voice of God? Here's a different one, singing. Ephesians 5 and verse 19 reads like this, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart. I just want to encourage you, fill your life with music. It is so important. There's so much online. We've got intensifier and inspire songs. And singing has so many benefits. I just listed a few. Singing strengthens your immune system. Singing is a natural antidepressant. Singing lowers stress. It improves mental awareness. It boosts confidence. But what I like, singing brings the presence of God. And I just want to encourage you, hey, every season, learn to sing. And even learn to sing in the dark. And I want to encourage older people, because I'm getting a little bit older, and I'm finding that my song is not as ready as it used to be. And I'm still training myself to sing, because I believe it's one of the main keys of us settling our soul and causing us to focus to hear the spoken word of God. I want to encourage you, don't lose your song. 
Whatever the songs are, they could be old hymns. I just love them. They could be new songs, but they create an atmosphere for the presence of God. The fifth point is this. Have a desire to listen to God. You see, when you open your Bible, listen. Allow God to read you. God speaks. He is a speaking God. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Listen when preachers preach. Listen for instruction. You see, we can listen to gossip. We can listen to complaint. We can listen for bad news. We can look for bad news, but I want to encourage you, adjust your listener, that we want to hear the voice of God. As I pull this to a close, I just want to encourage you and just give you some of the ways that God has spoken to me over the years, many and varied ways, where I just got that impression. God spoke to me through songs. Sometimes I wake up in the morning and i got a song in my heart and I just sing it and sing it. And sometimes it's just praise to God, but sometimes there's a message in there that I need to hear. Sometimes I wake in the morning and got a word in my heart. It's just a scripture verse or it's, a, it's just a thought and I just listen to it and I go over it and many times there's a word there. Sometimes in preaching, preaching is always good. It washes over our soul. But sometimes in a preacher, just one word or a sentence, man, it can be the voice of God. He uses his word as you're reading it. He uses people. So many times God has used people to, to say something to me. And I said, oh, wow, that was more than just that person. That was the word of God. And I'm not talking about prophetic and I'm not talking about prophetic utterance. I'm talking about someone who's just shared something for wham, and then someone else shares, and you say, God's trying to say something to me. Or it could be a Holy Spirit impression. You just get that nudge. You just get that knowing. Let me tell you this. God speaks, but rarely is there a voice heard. It's an impression. It's something that he does within your spirit. And I want to encourage you, Allow God to speak to you. You know, if you get some impression that's weird, don't, don't run off with it. Check it out when talk to a mature Christian. But I know this. The times that God speaks and I accept it into my life, it brings peace. It brings clarity. It brings correction. It brings encouragement. It can be a voice that prompts me to pray for someone or, or share with someone. And I just want to encourage you. We can all develop awareness of the presence of God. Thanks again for joining us. If you have any questions or simply for more information regarding Inspire Church, visit us at inspirechurch.com. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. It's our prayer that you live inspired by the Word of God and more alive in Him than ever before. Until next time.